so this week's speaker is uh, Professor John Ermish from um, University of Essex. Uh, John works on lots of different topics, everything from um, you know, field experiments with trust, international intergenerational transmission, family formation, and lots of types of areas that we work on here in Deary. So we're very delighted that you could come over for your first time in Ireland. Right. Thanks very much for coming. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. Well, as you see, this is joint work with uh, Chiara Ponzata, who was a PhD student of mine now at Bocconi University. And it's a part of a, a general interest we have in intergenerational transmission. And in this case, it's uh, intergenerational transmission of education. And uh, you might actually want to put a question mark at the end of <laughs> that. <laughs> well, you, you might put it on now and maybe uh, take, take it off or not take it off at the end. Um, so uh, this is the base of the outline of the talk. Uh, the, um, be before getting into the main question about you know, causal impacts in intergenerational transmission of education, I want to put in context of family background factors more generally, which uh, using sort of sibling correlations. And then after talking about these, these causal impacts of parents' education, uh, I want to, there's an, a little exercise on to what extent the differences between mothers and fathers' effects on parents' and children's education are due to differences in mothers' employment. Um, and then I'm going to talk, talk about some heterogeneity in the effects by level of parental ed education by sex of the child, whether uh, well, for example, I'm going to show that mother's education has a bigger effect on daughters than on sons. And then some <coughs> brief conclusions. Um, so the, the motivation, the background and motivation is that this has been, looking at intergenerational persistence in education has been one of the measures featured in the study of intergenerational mobility, along with persistence in uh, income or earnings. And uh, I mean, one of, one of the reasons this is the case is that parental education is an important aspect of family background. Uh, for example, edu parents' education has a big influence on their earnings. It may alter their productivity and, in, say, investments in their child in a broad sense, such as reading to their child and so forth. It, it also might affect the, the aspirations they have for their children. Another, another motivation has been that has been a substantial rise in educational attainments across generations in all OECD countries, and in particular, women's qualifications have increased more than men's in nearly all the OECD countries. So I, I mean, I, in, certainly in the, in the UK now, there's, there's more women in the university than there are men, and I think you know, there's, there's uh, uh, the the graduates are increasingly a majority of, of females. Majority of them are females. So the questions that we address in this paper will, will whether an increase in parents' education will increase the educational attainment of their children, uh, and because of their of different trends by gender, which I just spoke about in in educational attainments. We'd also like to know whether mothers' and fathers' education have different causal impacts on their children's education. So just to put things in context, this is a, a table from a uh, study by 
Hertz and I know another half a dozen <laughs> co-authors, which have tried to be comparable across countries and look at, so this is the correlation between the child's educational attainment, completed years of education, and the average of the parents. So you can see that, uh, I'm, I'm going to focus on two countries, but, well, I'm going to focus mainly on Norway, because I have data on twins, we have data on twins. Uh, but I'm going to make some comparison, particularly with the U.S. So the U.S. sits up here at the top, actually, the same level as Ireland, it turns out. Um, Norway is sort of toward the bottom, and Great Britain is actually <coughs> around the same, well, just even, even lower than them. Um, so the main countries are comparison, Norway and USA are you know, quite near the top and near the bottom of this. Uh, <coughs> I should say that this ranking is not always the same for intergenerational income pers persistence or correlations. The USA also ranks on the top there, but usually the UK is up there as well. So, but there's no reason that they have to be. Um, so if you look at these correlations, uh, it, it's unlikely to reflect solely a causal effect. Uh, for example, people's abilities affect their educational attainment and parents' and children's abilities are correlated. So, for example, some recent studies in the past few years have looked at correlations in cognitive test results between parents and children and they indicate substantial correlations of the order of 0.4. And there are also other aspects of the family environment which uh, that promote the acquisition of chill skills for children, but may also be correlated with the parents' educational attainments and their abilities. So uh, these uh, numbers you've just seen are, are unlikely to represent a, a causal impact. Um, and as we'll, we'll see, our estimates of the causal impacts are much below that. So, as I said, I'd like to put this in a broader, I mean, so parents' education is one aspect of family background that all children in the same family share. But there are many other things we don't measure. And uh, as has been pointed out, well, I think first pointed out in the mid-70s, and that uh, the, sibling, the correlation between uh, siblings um, is a broader measure of the family background effects. So in the, con in, the, in the context of education, the sibling correlation indicates what fraction of the total variance in years of education is attributable to shared family and community. And there's a, uh, there's a neat relationship between the sibling correlation and the intergenerational parent-child correlation, which is that the sibling correlations equals the parent-child correlation squared plus other shared factors that are uncorrelated with the parent's education. So if we look at our data from Norway, uh, and you can, this is from registered data, I'll explain a bit more, but you can see the sample sizes are, are huge. Th these are actually children born between uh, 73 and 70, Eight, and uh, they're at most five years difference in age, the siblings. 
So you can see for pairs of brothers and pairs of sisters, the correlations of the order of 0.4. Uh, so as I said, that would mean that 40% of the variance is attributable to uh, common family background factors. Um, if we look at twins, the correlations are of the order of 0.6. These are not necessarily identical twins. Um, and if, you, if we look at siblings born quite close together, so sort of as an approximation to fraternal twins, they're in between, between 0.4 and, uh, but closer to the 0.4 range than the 0.6. So this, is, this gives you an idea of, yeah, there's a whole lot of things in family, community background, which siblings share, which influences their educational attainments. So what, what, what proportion of this would be the parental education uh, correlation? Well, in these data, the parental child correlation in Norway using average parents' education is about 0.4. So if we stick that into the formula, we're, and we've just seen the non-twin sibling correlation is about 0.4, this means that only 35% of the correlation arises because the, the siblings share the same educational attainment of their parents. The rest is a black box of things which the, the uh, siblings share, but we don't know what they are. They're thi and their things are not correlated with the parent's education. So I mean, we're gonna focus on this parent-child correlation, but I just want to make it clear that that is, that's only stands in for a small proportion of uh, the common family background things that are influencing a ch child's educational attainments. So, how, how, so, as I said, the, uh, the correlations we've seen are not likely to represent causal effects in any meaningful way. And there's basically a, a number of ways that people have tried to uh, address this issue of identifying causal effects. Three in particular. One is studying adopted children. So, and this exploits the lack of a genetic link between parents and adopted children. So they, they take out at least the genetic uh, factor that is producing the correlation. But of course, there's also, uh, this, they still not in, may not get down to the causal effect, but it ought to be a bit closer. Uh, another, which has been very common, is to study the consequences of reform in the educational system. So. This is because this generates some exogenous change in parents' education, which, the, uh, which then you can look at the impact of that on the child's education. So a common example of this is the increase in compulsory school leaving age. But uh, this, pr this probably identifies the causal, this only identifies the causal effect in the sort of a local area, so to speak, in the sense that, you know, if we're talking about raising the education, compulsory schooling age from 15 to 16, you're only looking at the impact of the change in the parents' education in that general area. Um, and in fact, the adopted children ones, because the adopted children ones tends to oversample higher education parents, it tends to be looking at a, a causal effect in a different, different part of the distribution of education. So um, we are going to look at, well, 
I say identical twins. We don't have identical. We're, we're, I mean, identical twins is the way that is the is the third way. We don't have identical twins, but we're we have. Uh, if we make some assumptions about the mixture of them, we can say something about what it would be for identical twins. So the the basic sort of economics of the family framework is that. Uh, uh, investments in children that affect their educational attainment require parental time and money. Uh, parents' time with their children transmits abilities, aspirations, and values that affect how well the children do in education. Plus, there are many goods that parents buy, uh, which higher education parents are more, are, find it easier to buy because they make more money on average, uh, which also affect so these might be early childcare, private education, home computers, lots of things. So the, the thought experiment or policy question that we attempt to answer is the following one. What would happen to the mean educational attainment of children if the educational attainments of all women or all men were increased but for the same distribution of available partners? You may say, well, how, how can you possibly do this when you don't? have such an actual change. But what we're, what we're going to be looking at is the impact of, say, a higher mother's education given the father's education. Now, the, the thought experiment that would achieve this has to be something like this, because otherwise, because you, you, you're saying you're increasing the mother's education, but she's stuck with the same <laughs> partner. and. Uh, so that would, that would only tend to happen if the whole distribution of mother's education changed at the same time, uh, because otherwise there would be a resorting of partners. So, uh, so the, the, what this statement amounts to, and this is uh, the you know, way to interpret it, is that we're going to be looking at the effect of one parent's education given the, parent, the, the education of the other. And this is a way you could interpret this uh, in, a, in a more, uh, you know, in a, in a real world, where even though, of course, we're not ever looking at this uh, change in the entire distribution. So here's, here's sort of the only equations in this. Um, so here's our basic model. And uh, so, and the things we're mainly interested in is what's the effect of mother's education, delta one, and the effect of father's education, delta two. But there are various sort of things that we don't measure, which uh, are often called by economists endowments, um, that might be correlated with these. And uh, so, for example, I have in here these two endows, mother and father, which I call earnings endowments. So th these are things which uh, uh, increase the uh, hourly earnings of the mother or the father, which might be correlated with their education attainment. So for example, their sort of other, their natural abilities affect their hourly earnings and they also increase their education. So if we don't, if we don't somehow try to control for these, we end up attributing effects of education to things that are due to 
endowments. And another, another sort of endowment are, for lack of a better word, the parenting skills of the mother. I mean, I could have the father in here as well. Uh, I'm putting it in this stark way, as you'll, for, as you'll see in a moment, in that if, we, if the parenting skills of the mother are more important, then uh, the, well, you'll, 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 see where, you'll see exactly why I'm doing this in just a moment. So, but for, for, let's suppose only the parenting skills of the mother matter. Uh, it's that all it's needed is they matter more than the father's. So here's the, here's the whole identifying assumption or trick, if you like, is that if the parenting skills, so we take two sisters, twin sisters, and who now have the same, let's suppose they're identical twins for, uh, at the moment. So they have the same genetic endowment. They face the same common childhood. If that is enough to make the parenting skills of these two sisters, twin sisters, and their earnings endowment exactly the same, then if we take the difference between a child of one sister and a child of another sister, we get rid of these two endowments. Now, this, this, is, the, this is the main identifying assumption. And, uh, and this is why I said you might put a question mark at the beginning of this causal effects. Because there are, there, there are, there are probably, there are probably other things which uh, might also differ between these two twin sisters as they grow older. For one thing, I mean, if they're so identical, why do they have different education <laughs> in the first place? Because <laughs> if they, we must get different, in order for this to work, the, some of the twins, pairs of twins must have different education. So, so the key thing is that if there are some other things which are also affecting why the twins have different educations, these must be things which do not directly affect the education of the child. So that's the, you know, another way to state our identifying assumption. So what we're saying is the, the, common, in, the common childhood environment and the common genes is enough to wipe out most of these differences in endowments. Now, we st that doesn't entirely solve the problem either because we still are left with these endowments of the fathers. In other words, the men that these, two, these twin sisters marry might be different in their endowments as well as different in their education. And it's likely that these differences in endowments are correlated with the differences in education. Now, I, what we're going to do is get a measure of these endowments because we have, for most of the twins in our sample, we have nine years of data on their earnings and their work experience. And so we use that data to look at the effect of work experience and their education on their earnings. And then the residual that's left, we're going to call the difference in their endowments. Now, I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because as you're about to see, it makes no difference. <laughs> whether we use this control or not into the estimates. Um, but one thing I do want to still spend a bit of time is, is that, so this is where mother twins. Can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. So I'm just wondering about the controlling for father's education. Because uh, it seems that the pure experiment is you, you shift the 
then you just let her do what she wants. If she chooses to marry someone who's got more education, also do it. But the college education is endogenous. All you can do is shift her education. You know, the college education is a result of her subsequent choices. Yeah, well, that, well, that would be, that, that's, that's why I said the thing that we're estimating is a different causal effect than you are, are talking yeah, about. Yeah, just the, the experiment is purer if you don't control for any subsequent choices she makes. And I guess it matters to what policy well, you're interested in here. If you're thinking of a policy, a small-scale intervention, where you just change the education of a few people in a village, and you want to know what effect will that have on child outcomes, then you're happy not to control, I think, for parents or fathers' education. But if you want the policy intervention where you change everybody's education, then I think you want to be allowed for the fact, well, they're not going to be able to do better in the marriage market because everyone else yeah. has education too. That's the, that's the second one that I'm focusing on. But yeah, you could... So the idea is, is I, I guess, because I was thinking of the weakness of, of the method we use of the, the reform, you know, the change in overall education, is that it changes everyone's education. Mm -hmm. um, so both men's and women's. In some sense here, if, if the policy question you're interested in is, what happens if you change everyone's education? No, everyone of one sex. Given the, given the distribution... It just doesn't seem that the twins, which is by nature idiosyncratic and just changing one person's education, is <coughs> sort of the natural way to do that. It seems, it seems more natural to think of this as, as getting you the effect of a small policy change, where it just changes few people's education. Well, so in that case, you wouldn't have... <coughs> then you just wouldn't you wouldn't take the fa father's information at all. Yeah. Yeah. But then the, the corresponding delta here would be both the effect in the marriage market yes. and right. any effects within the family. So if you, you know, so, so if you like, I want, you know, I, well, I'm, well, <laughs> I don't think I have slides which have both. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm also interested in, you know, well, you might want to interpret it in a different way, but I'm also interested, you know, in, in, in whether, you know, the father's effect has a... Because we've, we've seen this big, big increase in mother's education relative to father's. And does that, you know, would that have a, a, a differential effect because the mother's is going up relative to the father's? And so, anyway, so what I'm going to show you is controlling for the father's. And uh, as, you, as you say, if you took the, your sort of uh, thought experiment, we would, would, would get rid of all the fathers here. So in some sense we wouldn't have this problem down here. Uh, now, this is, this is on the basis of using the mother twins differences. Um, if, we, if we look at father's twins, so we now we take twin brothers, uh, the and if we get, we make the analogous assumption that the endowment we, of the fathers of these twin, twin, twin brothers gets taken out, we're still left with the endowment in the mother, so we could do the same calculation. But the things we don't get rid of the difference in the parenting skills of the mother. So that mind, means that 
and if these parenting skills of the mothers are positively correlated with their own education, um, then the estimated effect of father's twins might be larger than those obtained from mother's twins. And that's indeed what we find. Um, so that's why, and so, so all, but, and all that really matters for this is the parenting skills of the mothers matter more than the parenting skills of the fathers. That you, the, the mother's twins, sisters difference out more stuff than the fathers difference out. Because the father twins don't difference out. Is the mother's, the parenting skills of the mother, which might be more important. Anyway, so that, so you have two sets of twins which you can look at the same. Uh, um, so what, you know, given that we're controlling for who the mother or father is partnered with, what would these effects represent, these effects of parent <coughs> education? Well, one thing they represent an income effect, that better educated parents have more income, they can spend more on everything that is, they think is good, including on their children. Then there's a sort of substitution or time allocation effect that, let's look at mothers, for example. So higher educated mothers can earn more in the labor market, which means that the cost of time with their children is higher. Um, how much that matters depends upon actually how much time is allocated to education enhancing activities with their children. Um, but there's also a third possible effect is that mothers, more educated mothers might be actually be more productive in the home than low educated mothers. So the, the impact uh, of this, this substitution or time allocation effect could go anyway. So for example, take, take the effect of fathers. Um, suppose, that, suppose, suppose we have these uh, Neanderthal-type fathers who spend no time with their children, um, then there would be no substitution or time allocation effect because they don't spend their time with children anyway. So, so there's, there's this in positive income effect, un difficult to know what the sign of the substitution or time allocation effect is. And there's a third positional effect, is the bargaining effect that higher educated mothers, given the education of their partners, might have more say in uh, how the household allocates the resources, which in turn might favor children compared to have the, mo the fathers having more say if they, if they put higher weight on their children. So there's, well, we're not going to be able to identify any of these, but this, this is the sort of, you know, well, from the sort of economics of the family perspective, what, you know, in my view, lies behind this effect of one partner's education given the other partner's education. Okay, so that's the, uh, the background. Um, so the, the, the data is from a register-based panel of the entire resident population of Norway over the years 93 to 2001. In this data, twins are defined as people of the same sex born in the same calendar year and month from the same parents. So that's how we define t twins, and therefore we don't know whether they're monozygotic twins or dizygotic twins. In order to be in the sample, both the twin parents and their children need to be alive in 1993. And to be in the analytical samples, both twins must have at least one child aged over 22 in 2001. So uh, s some of these children are, are 
are only 23. So you might think, so there might, there, this may not be the sort of completed education for all of them, and uh, we need to experiment more with changing that boundary. <laughs> yeah? Born in the same common calendar year, because you can have male and female twins. Yeah, but well, well, I mean, well, we we know well we know the we know the ones that are not the same sex cannot be, uh, you know, identical twins. Oh so, right, so you're trying to get yeah right okay. yeah, but I mean we still don't we succeed, still don't but yeah, but uh, that at least is one. Oh, it's not <laughs> Well, we'd like to get identical twins. We don't have identical twins, but we know that we know that the ones that are different sex cannot be identical. So, <laughs> right. Uh, so the education levels are measured in '93 for the twins, i.e., the parents, and in 2001 for their children. So the sample of twin mothers consists of about 2,900 children. So between the mothers. They have, well, put it, maybe it's easier to put it the other way around. There's about 3.7 children per pair. <laughs> so they each, they each have a just under two children on average. Uh, and similarly with the fathers. So th there's, uh, so there are more, there may be, you know, there's a few triplets in here as well. So, uh, um, or another way to put it, there's about 1,600 mother twins and 1,600 father twins, pairs. So suppose you, you know, just took these data and just re regressed children's education on mother's education and father's education. Um, then you would get estimates that each year of the Parents' education makes no difference, really, if it's the mother or the father, as you see, would produce a little over 0.2 of an increase in their children's education. And these, well, not surprisingly, these aren't two different from one another, particularly these two. <laughs> uh, now, okay, so that, that's sort of a baseline if, you know, it's, it's analogous to our table at the beginning from Hertz et al. Uh, so, what happens with when we do the twins? Well, you basically, if you take the mother twins, you have that estimate. Um, and it, as you can see, the endowment, controlling from the endowments doesn't have any impact. Despite the fact the endowment is significantly positive, uh, it doesn't have any impact. The, it doesn't have any impact on these estimates. And as you might guess, these are not significantly different from one another. So mothers and fathers' uh, um, education has about the same effect on each other. Uh, for if we look at the father twins, it's also the case that the mothers and fathers' education has about the same effect on their children's education. However, you can see the estimates are about fifty percent higher. So yeah. What's your sense of the correlation between twin education? How much, how much kind of variance are you exploiting in terms of, and, and how local is the, just going back to your previous discussion, how localized is this? 
I mean, are there, do you have many yeah. twin pairs where one has a PhD and the other has a has a primary education? Um, so focused around. Well, this this is a this was a uh, particular issue in Chiara's thesis, <laughs> and uh, I mean one. And I don't have any statistics on this. I mean, the, you know, either about what proportion have different, or how what the variance is. I know that I know the variance was smaller <coughs> for the mother twins than the father twins. Uh, you know, and some I think some quite large proportion, like seventy percent, of the mother twins had exactly the same education, while it was you know, lower for the father twins. I mean, so one of the things she was exploring in her thesis through sort of Monte Carlo simulation and so forth, is how much this lack of variance drives these estimates down, particularly for the mother twins. Um, but I, I don't have that data here, but uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there's another issue I want to also raise in this regard, which it was actually related to this in, you know, uh, but I, I'll do that in just a moment. So. Um, about 50% higher from the father twins, and I, I gave you the reason why I think that's the case, because you're differencing less out with the father twins and the mother twins. Uh, but it, it could also be, <laughs> partly because there's less uh, variance in the mother twins. So, I mean, you, you know, the father twins, though, are using, well, yeah, that, that would also be consistent with, what I think, what you're suggesting, that because the father twins are using the mother's education who are, who are not twins, there might be more, there's more variance here, and so that might also explain. So the, the lower effects of mother's education from the mother twins might be reflecting this lack of, relative lack of variance, though that wouldn't be the case for the effect of father's education from the mother's twins. Now, just to give you, an, in fact, I mean, this is, this is what made Chiara want to investigate this. These are some estimates on very relatively small samples, you can see, from the U.S. by Behrman and Rodenzweig. And uh, they get these big differences between father's effects and mother's effects. In fact, from the mother twins estimate, you might expect the mother's effects are actually negative. And they have a big song and dance about this in the paper of how this reflects uh, more employment by more educated mothers, which I'm going to investigate in a moment. And this is what, this is why Chiara started investigating, is to explain this difference. As you see with the Norwegian data, though, we don't get this difference. So it's all, you know, uh, what's come subsequently is more, more inspired by these results than the results we get ourselves. So, so and they, I mean, with the father twins, they get, again, higher estimates of both mother's and father's education, but still the mother's one at best is zero. Um, now, we could, and I would, I would take all this with a grain of salt, I mean, it, in that if two things are true, if about half um, of twins are identical and half are fraternal. And if the using same-sex siblings born quite close together estimates the effect for those which are fraternal, we can estimate what is the effect for those who are uh, identical. 
And uh, so for the Norwegian data, you, you see that uh, now it looks like the father's education for the identical twins, only the identical twins is, is, is larger than the mother's. But in fact, these are not significantly different. So there's quite big standard errors here. Um, well, these, these are just repeating the, the US ones. Here, here's from Sweden, a study by Holman, Plug, and uh, I can't remember the third person. Um, they also, using is almost the same methodology <coughs> we do here, they also find the father's education effect larger than the mother's. Though again, these are not statistically different from each other. Um, and, and finally, there's uh, some recent estimates by Paul Bingley and others from Denmark, which actually has real identical twins, and they also find a uh, slightly bigger effect for the mother, farther than the mother. Um, so, you know, it's, oh, it's hard, from our data, or from most of these data, other than the US one, it's hard, the Sweden and Norwegian data, it's hard to say the mother's effect ha is different from the father's. For this one, it looks like it's slightly uh, bigger. Uh, and these are, these are registered data as well, so these are huge samples. Um, now, before, so, I, I, so given that there is some evidence that father's education might have a bit, a larger effect than mother's, when we tr confine it to identical twins, which should be differencing out more things, uh, I want to investigate whether this actually works through more employment for more educated mothers. But before I do that, I just want to uh, some, introduce some caution. I don't, this, this was suggested to me by Tom Depret. Maybe other people have suggested this in the literature, I don't know. But one thing one has to, when looking at these twins, and this is related to the point about lack of var less variance, is that, remember these twins are cousins. The, the offspring of these twins are cousins. And uh, there might be, because of social influence within the extended family, this may compress differences in education. So these estimates from twins might be downward biased for this reason. Um, there's also the, the traditional issue of measurement error, which uh, you would think might be less of a problem for these registry data, but uh, Anders Bjorklund, who worked a lot with these sort of data, said, yeah, don't say that, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but the, uh, there, and another interesting thing is that, you know, so this is, if, suppose sisters interact more than brothers in the extended family, which, uh, I don't know, casual observation suggests that might be the case, then this would tend to reduce the effects for twin mother, using twin mothers relative to twin fathers. So this could partly explain why the father twins estimates are larger than the mother twins estimates. So the, 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 word, the, the point of caution here is that these estimates using the twins might actually be too low. Uh, because of this influence of the extended family. Uh, and indeed, this would apply to siblings as well, siblings more generally. So, uh, so I wanted to so investigate this effect. Is, is, this, is the potentially smaller effect for mothers due to 
the fact that higher educated mothers work more and therefore spend less time with their kids. Well, indeed is the case from the Norwegian data that an additional year of the mother's education increases her work experience by about six months, so they do work more. Uh, and so we, now this mother's employment sort of in, is endogenous in this, so we can't just do the differencing stuff we did before. So what we, what we, uh, the approach we've used is we've, we've um, defined clusters of mothers, all of whom have the same level of education, are the same age, the same number of children, the same age of the oldest child, and the same level of education of the father. So there are 34,000 some of these clusters. And we're going to treat each of these clusters as a fixed effect, which means that we're only going to, it'll, we're only going to exploit variation within mother's employment within the cluster. So we still might be leaving out things, obviously, that affect children's education within the cluster, but as long as what we're leaving at is not, if what we're leaving out is not correlated, well, it can't be, what we're leaving out can't be correlated with these things because we're only looking inside the cluster. Uh, so it should probably have less bias than you, uh, than you might at first suggest. And so our, our measure of, uh, of mother's work is the number of pension years they have, which we get from the registers. Uh, and these pension points are a rough indicator of earnings, but if you, what we see here is that mothers with more pension years, their children end up with higher educational attainments. So the ones who work more actually seem to do better. I mean, this, be, this might be because of an income effect, it might be because, as some lot of time use studies show, when more, when more educated mothers work more, they don't spend less time with their children, they spend less time doing other things. They hire people to do, you know, work around the house and so forth. Um, so there's no evidence in favor of the Rosenzweig-Behrman hypothesis about why the mother's effect to be smaller. Um, I guess we, we would expect it to be different than Norway from the U.S. Yes, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, true. <laughs> Anyways, I can't do this for the U.S. But <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's, uh, as we say in the paper, there's, uh, uh, in, in all respects, yeah, the alternatives of mothers working are, are much better <laughs> in Norway than the U.S. Um, this, is a, this is exactly the same sort of, uh, same sort of idea using these clusters defined, as I said before, and this time we're, uh, we're looking at the grades that the children got when they're 18. In fact, we just have one cohort of these who finished school, who were born in 1986, finished, finished their compulsory school in 2002. And you can see that, uh, well, the number of the amount of work that the, I don't know why this has been, I think this has to do with our revising the paper, forget the yellow. I mean, the, the, the more the mother works, say when the child is four to seven, but also when under four, the higher grades they get. So again, there's no evidence that um, you know, 
greater working mothers, uh, a greater proportion of, or greater amount of work among higher educated mothers is, is accounting for the, uh, uh, yeah. You look at whether, you know whether they worked when the child was under the age of four. Can you go, I suspect you can go down further and look whether they worked in the first year versus second year, third year, fourth year of child's life. Well, the thing is, <laughs> The thing that I, I skipped over this a bit because <laughs> we know this is definitely between the ages of four or seven of the child. We only know this is up to the age of four of the child. So this also includes work experience before they had the child. We don't think this matters much because we define the cluster such that the woman has the same age of oldest child, the same number of children. So she would have had her, her child about the same time. So, but we can't break this down. So we can't investigate that. Because there's, still, you know, there's the literature finds that mothers who work in the first year, or whatever, mothers who work in the first year that cannot have a detrimental effect on the child's passports. Yeah. So, childcare, well, mother employment or childcare. Well, I mean, sub subject to, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Subject to uh, <coughs> the clustering Doing, being the control for this, we could look up to mother's pension years up to age one, two, three, four. In, in each, and it still would probably mainly capture variance after they had the child because these, all these women are matched to be exactly the same in terms of number of children, age of oldest child. Um, I'm starting to run out of time. Rather than talk about heterogeneous effects at different levels of education, I wanted to, I didn't want to miss this effect by gender. So uh, I'm going to use, we didn't find any gender effects using the twin because the samples were not quite large enough, I don't think. Um, so I'm just gonna, I'm using, gonna use large samples of siblings and trade some possible bias for some, for, for better precision. And just to give you a baseline, the from the from the the effects using siblings of mothers and fathers education are about 0.13 and 0.16 compared to 0.10 and 0.12. So it's a bit it's a bit uh, they're a bit higher than using the twins. Uh, though for the fathers, it's uh, it's, it's actually some of these are lower than the twins ones. But, uh, I'm not sure if they're significantly lower. Anyway, so we're using siblings. So the, uh, uh, so what, everything's the same other than we're using siblings, so we have much bigger sample sizes. Um, and uh, what we do is interact the parent's education with whether the child is a daughter, so the missing category is son. And you can see that mother's education has a larger effect uh, for, uh, for their daughters than it does for their sons. Uh, and this is also uh, true in the, uh, when we break it down by the level of education, though for the, for the, for the higher uh, education group where both parents have more than 11 years of education, the, um, Father's effects are actually smaller for daughters, significantly smaller for daughters than for sons as well. But uh, 
The, mo the most robust finding is that mothers' education affects their daughters more than, their, than sons. Uh, similar story using the brothers. And so that summarizes that. So in this, this might suggest that there's some role model effects of mothers on their daughters, um, though I don't, you know, on their daughters' aspirations and motivation, though I can't, you know, prove that in any way. So, to conclude, the parents' education is an important but highly exclusive part of the Palmen family background that generates positive correlation in the educational attainments of siblings. Uh, the estimates, particularly for Norway and Sweden, suggest that these beneficial effects, yes, much using twins, uh, are relatively small, but as I said, these could be downward biased because of these family, extended family social influence effects. Uh, but still, it's the case that the, the, the twins and siblings estimates are about half the ones from ordinary least squares. So it seems like you know, there's a, lar a large part of the correlation between parents and children's education is not necessarily causal, but it's, uh, it reflects the correlation of the activities and attitudes of parents that improve their children's education attainment with their parents' own education. So there's, so there's, you know, there's, a, there's a large part, though may, you know, maybe as much as a half of this just reflects correlation between, uh, you know, that more educated parents, children, do better in their own education because of the activities and attitudes that more educated parents have, rather than from the fact that they actually have more education. Though there is still some, you know, as I say, the other half, it looks like it might be a causal effect of uh, more education improving the educational attainment of your children. Okay, thank you. You know, well, these years of education has been, in a sense, generated backwards from, from the qualifications. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, you could do that, but, uh, I mean, if you don't have a linear model, then this differencing uh, doesn't work so easily. 
In other words, if we had a, a set of categories, uh, yes, I suppose. It, yeah, well, that, you things you you have a set of categories on both sides, and uh, so doing that fixed effect. I don't know offhand how you do that. Um, sort of a fixed effect with categorical, uh, you know, a limited dependent variable. I mean, I think I guess it I guess it could be done under some distributional assumptions, um, but we we haven't done that. Um, but I mean, part of, yeah, part of this lack of variance, yeah, you, know, you know, it might be as you say that it's you know, the differences are not in an area where it matters very much. It could be that the differences, the lack of differences, are very also very real, generated by the fact that these are. And people who are in the same extended family. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if there's any evidence on that at all. I mean, to what extent that you know, uh, being sisters or brothers affects, you know, whether <laughs> whether the correlation, the correlation between the, you know, it's easy to get tripped up in terminology here. The correlation between the offspring of sisters, whether that, how, how similar that is. Do you, do you know where they live? Do you know if the well, siblings Well, yeah, that, that's, one of, that's one of the things, yeah. Yeah, we do know that. We, well, we, that's one of the things in our agenda. Kiara is, is uh, trying to extract this information from the registry. So, yeah, so, so one way of testing this was, as Orla suggested, to, uh, is to say, well, these effects must operate more if they you know, live close together, like in Europe. <laughs> Intervention area. <laughs> yeah, smaller than all. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other questions? Did you control for the age at which the mother had the child, or the twin had the child? Because there might be a concern if the yeah. reason that people dropped out of school was to Yeah, the, these. Uh, does it say in the bottom here? I don't. Doesn't. But the, these all these all control for the uh, the uh, the ages of the parents and whether they separated between '93 and 2001. Or no, I think well, no, whether they were separated in '93. Because um, even though they're separated, we can still find the mothers and fathers in these data. So. And uh, being separated has a big negative effect. The age effect, the age coefficients were yeah, virtually zero. But uh, being separated has a big negative effect on the the twin who was separated on her parent on, on her children's education. Did you but say that all of these people are over twenty-two, or is it that they all you, you chose? The, uh, all of these are all of these people are over twenty-two. All all the children, all the offspring of the twins are over twenty-two. Uh, Anders Bjorklund, who was a discussant of this paper at a conference, said, that's too low, you should raise it up. But of course, the more we raise it up, the, the more twins we lose. Um, so uh, we, we need to do a bit more experimentation of whether raise, you know, how much it, uh, that matters. But you know, his argument that there's, you know, there's still a significant proportion of people who have still not finished their education in Norway at 23. 
but you can't double income when you're child income. Well, adult, you can't double the impact of parental education on the child's income for, as an adult, because most of them are still in education at 22. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually, well. Eventually you could. Eventually you could, yeah. Um, and you have parents' income as well. The sibling, twins. Income. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in fact, um, yeah, we. Yeah, we, we have, we, yeah, we know the, the earnings of both mother and father. Um, and. The adding the earnings of them, them in the these equations doesn't change the mother's and father's education's effect very much. Just like the endowments, well, not surprisingly, if the endowments don't change, then the earnings won't, because the endowments are quite related to the the earnings, because there's an earnings residual. Thank you. Thank you.